Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? Good kind of tired. A good kind of tired. Yeah. And what is it that has brought you to this good kind of tired? Well, probably a couple of weeks of the game. <laughs> the games are over, right? Yes, they are. At the end of the at the end of the games, and I mean, listen, the games are phenomenal. Oh, we work for it all year long. So it's what fun. we look forward to. It's a ton of fun. It's also a ton of work, mm-hmm. and there's some stress involved. And so every Saturday, when the games are over, I go home and I say to my wife. Ding dong, the games are done, and it's like the end. You know, that's just like the thing. We should the point thing out that though that it's very it. late at night that you're getting home and telling your wife that it is. It is. Sometimes it's early in the morning yeah. when I get home and tell her that. But ding dong, the games are done. And and you know that <laughs> says it all. It does say it all, really. So uh, over the last couple of weeks, as we've broadcast during the games, you and I, Jeff, have had an opportunity to share a couple of favorite memories, things sure. that were going on, and then we had some great guests as well while the games are going on, as we always do. We always oh, yeah. have great guests. Right. Um, today in our studio, we have some very special guests. Very, very special. We have a few of the people, just a few of the people, but some of the very important people that help put the games on, that help make the games happen, the staff of the Huntsman World Senior Games. That's right. And there are, are good friends as well. Yeah, and good friends as well, for sure. So today I thought, since the games are over, it would be fun to get some perspectives from some of the staff members, some of the people, as I said, who help put the games on, who help make it happen, and just maybe share a few of their favorite memories. And then if there's time, Jeff, at the end, you and I can maybe share something, done that. something else that has gone on or something that yeah, stood right. out to us. So just to get the ball rolling, why don't we start with our sports director, director of all of our sports, Rosie Rosander. Rosie has a very challenging job during the games because he is in charge of running 30 different sports. Of course, there's people in place that help that happen, but it's a huge undertaking. And uh, Rosie does a fantastic job. So welcome to the show, Rosie. Well, thank you, Kyle. And uh, luckily we have a lot of uh, volunteers and sports directors and assistants that uh, help out to to run those sports. That's how it happens, right? That's how it happens for sure. Those those volunteers, those sports directors that step up, the, the people um, you know that keep score, that bring the refreshments, that just make the games happen. We couldn't do it without them. But you have a very unique perspective on the games because you are so involved directly with the sports. And I would add that over the last several years, Rosie, you have competed as an athlete at the games as well. This year, you played on a basketball team. Yeah, I, I competed. I don't know that I would be competing as an athlete, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have that designation. But uh my goal is uh, 30 sports in 30 years, and so uh, this is my ninth year, and I've done nine sports. It's, which is actually pretty impressive, really. So that's awesome. So on a basketball team this year. Yeah, as you mentioned, I uh, I did play basketball this year. It was a kind of an interesting uh, uh, situation and how it came about because back in August, we only had a couple 55 and over teams, and, and I'm in that category. And, yeah. And... Uh, I had two teams, one from Florida and one from Oregon, that were trying to register, but neither one of them would register until the other one did. Right. And so I looked at the waiting list of players in that age group, and there happened to be five of them, 
And so I emailed all of them to see if they wanted to be a team. Uh, four of them said yes, and so I figured I had to be the fifth I'll one. I'll be to, the fifth one, right? That's <laughs> the only logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, anyway, we put together a team of uh, people on the waiting list. We ended up with uh, nine players uh, or eight players and me. Right. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we uh, we had a great time. We had a, a perfect record. We were 0-4. Okay. Okay. So, hundred <laughs> percent. Not many people can achieve a perfect record, Rosie. Congratulations. <laughs> well, and I'm just going to say, I I had the opportunity to watch about half of one of your games, and it was just fun to see you out there balling. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I uh, I think I would call that balling. No, yeah, no, was he after playing the game was, was over. Crying. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, and the basketball wasn't bad either. You know, that was that was okay too. But no, it was a lot of fun. So, favorite memory? You you again have that unique perspective. Well, and and uh, actually, that that was my my favorite memory was yeah. uh, was playing basketball and getting the guys together, and it was it was fun as I contacted them how excited they were to get on a team and and to come out and play. And we had a player from Alaska, one from uh, Illinois. We had a player from uh, Oregon, a couple from California, a couple from Utah. So they were you know all a pretty all, diverse all over the team, place. really. Yeah. And uh, had another player from Florida that that flew in and and uh, caught a red eye and came in and, and played with us. So wow, uh, they were they were from all over. But it was fun to see their excitement. That they wow, I got on a team and one of the players in particular was uh, first year from Alaska. And the whole time he just was so excited and he actually ended up getting on a, a sixty plus team also because well. he was uh, sixty four. And uh, he's already told me how excited he is next year to come as a 65-year-old and be able to compete be with a, people his own age. He'll be the young kid then. Huh? That's right. Well, I, that, that's awesome, Rosie. And, and it, I think it just exemplifies the extra effort that the staff and the volunteers and those involved in putting the games on are willing to go to. You know, you've got a very demanding job, and yet you took the time to put this team together and took the time to be a part of it. But but that team, in so many ways, is exemplary of what the games is all about. It's bringing people together, regardless of geograph geography or wherever they happen to come from. Um, it's about bringing people together and doing something great together. So that's awesome. That's a fun yeah, memory. And it, I mean, like you say, they were from all over, and it was fun to get to know players from all over. And and consequently, because we did put that team in, the other two teams, the one from Florida and Oregon, ended up uh, getting in and registering yeah. and. And it was a so, better tournament because uh, we of had, that. We had five teams in that age group, which uh, hasn't been done for a while. Awesome. Well, Rosie, thank you for sharing that. That's uh, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I want to move on to the next one. Uh, Jan Bunker is our office manager, and you know we ha- we all have a variety of hats that we wear when the games are going on. So in the off season, we might be in in charge of one thing, but when the games are going on, it's literally all hands on deck, and so. Um, you know, everybody's kind of just uh, scurrying around and taking care of business. Jan is the voice of the Huntsman World Senior Games because she's the one that answers the phone and gets to talk to the athletes right at the beginning. And sometimes that's awesome, and sometimes that's challenging, depending on the situation, right? But, uh, Jan, you also have a chance to get out and, and meet people and go to socials and different things. So what's a memory that stands out for you about this Games? Well, um, because I kind of need to man the office a lot of the time, I don't get out quite a bit, but I do go to the socials in the evening. Um, and throughout the day also, athletes will pop in. 
to pick up something or they think they need to check in at our office. Right. But I get a chance to talk with them. And this year, every single one that I've talked to was was incredibly enthused, excited, had a great experience in their particular sport with the games. But they just shared with me how delightful a time they had yeah. here. So that was neat. And that helps kind of make it through the, the harder days and the longer hours and things like that when yes. you get that positive feedback. Yes. And and that is so true and so important and, again, indicative of the athletes and the event and how, how much it means to people. And it's fun to be a part of that. Well, and you forget, you know, because I'm not out in the field, so to speak, seeing all the different sports going on, it's neat to see their enthusiasm and how much the medals they've won meant to them. And also just meeting other people from other countries and other places. They really love to socialize with other people. And they really, really had a great time this year. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, Jan. Thanks for all that you do. And thanks for sharing that uh, little dose of positivity there because that really is what it's all about Thank you. Uh, michelle graves is our director of sponsor relations so during the off season she spends a lot of time in fundraising efforts and things like that but she has a very deep background in sports and sports management as an athlete herself growing up so she has a really unique uh, take on the games and i know loves to get into uh, the events and just be a part of it as well so michelle what's something that stood out to you this year that happened at the 2018 Huntsman World Senior Games? Well, that is definitely my favorite part. And I feel like maybe on the staff, I'm the one that can or does, I don't know which, take the most (laughs) liberty in really like getting out and seeing incredible acts of athleticism. And I really get jazzed by that. Like I really get excited. So I saw some great things this year. I mean, I got to interview a lady that was playing pickleball that just had an incredible story. She had been a tennis player for over 50 years, and she was just killing it on the pickleball court. I mean, ran away with it in mixed doubles, and that was fun to watch. And then I was watching a basketball game, waiting for Rosie to play because I wanted to see that. And, And by the way, you know, there might not be an active athlete in Rosie right now, but there <laughs> is an athlete in the, in his body and it, it wants to come out and it tries hard to during the games. And he was really fun to watch. Um, he still has all the, all the know-how. Anyway, I was watching a, another basketball game and I was just blown away by the play of one particular guy. And I went out to our director and I said, have you seen this team? This guy's They're, amazing. This guy's amazing. Yeah. And he just knew every player. And he was like, oh, yeah, he played pro ball. And and I was like, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that was really fun to watch. And then another highlight was um, I caught a softball game that was just like a home run derby. Yeah. And um, Jose Canseco was there with his twin brother. And they played on a team. But they actually lost the game that I saw. But it was like... I didn't get to stay quite till the end, but it was like 32 to 24. Or oh, something. wow. Just home run after home run. And in our games, like <laughs> three home, there's a three home run limit per inning and there's a five run limit per inning until the last right. inning, which is open. So it was so fun to just watch crack, 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 you know, out of the park. So I got to see a lot of fun things. But if I had to add one other thing, I think that we really, um, take to heart kind of the areas that we're over. And one of the areas that I'm over is the ambassador program. Right. 
And so we have this little meet and greet um, because every I my goal is really for every athlete to be an ambassador and I think that they are in many ways they, they are have a great experience or otherwise they, yeah yeah they talk about it they tell their friends and then they bring more people to us and that's really the heart of the ambassador program but they come and we get to socialize and I ask them to stand and tell what works in their community and what they do to kind of advocate for the games and I was I was surprised myself that um we do it both Sundays. The second Sunday, I just got choked up. Yeah. Like I really just like got choked up by the um the passion that they have and exactly. the advocacy and what yeah. it means to them. Yeah. And yeah. and they were able to vocalize that and I think we all know it, but really to hear it, it's just it it's just like this kind of like warm blanket, like we're doing a good thing. And this is, you know, this is meaningful to people. And and it's meaningful to us. And it's great to be able to see that kind of play out. How cool is that? You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And we're visiting with the staff of the Huntsman World Senior Games and just talking about some of the great things that we observed that happened, uh, some of the good memories and the good experiences that we had. And uh, Michelle, you, you really just, again, hit upon such an important point of how important this event is to the athletes and how I think in a lot of ways accessible it is to people. You know, we run into people sometimes that say, oh, you know, the game's maybe not for me. I'm too old. But man, just get after it because there's a place for you as an athlete. There's a place for you as a volunteer. There's a place for you as an advocate, as an ambassador. And it makes such a difference. It's such it's such an impactful event in so many people's lives. So lots of lots of fun. Derek Campbell is also in the studio with us. Derek is our what we call our CFO, our Chief Financial Officer. And so, obviously, he spends some time doing the finances. But as I said, we all wear a lot of hats. And Derek does get out into the field and watches some of the events and interacts with some of the athletes and, and frankly, helps with a lot of the problems that come up and tries to keep those below the line of invisibility, as we say, so that they're not so apparent. But, uh, Derek, tell us something that happened this year that stands out in your mind as a, as a fun memory. Hi, Kyle. I uh, I don't have one memory that stands out. I actually have several memories, and I'm going to hit them all really, really fast. I yeah, know you'd want just do. one, but here they go. I'm not going to limit you. Good. So this year, I got to go around and see a lot of things. Um, I got to watch two of my brothers play basketball on the same team this year, which was awesome. How cool is that? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I got to watch the Conseco brothers hit the balls out of the park and they're not just hitting them out of the park they're hitting them over the trees out of the park <laughs> into so the into the next park i got to uh go out to the cowboy action shooting and shoot some guns with some people and they taught me how to shoot the the different firearms out there which was super awesome i've got to say derek i went out there after you had left and yeah. everyone was just a buzz about how oh derek was out here and we gunned him up and boy he showed us how to do it they were impressed so yeah, that was, was cool that you got to do that i do love uh i love the shooting sports and it was fun to go see that um i got to meet the author of the very book that i happen to be listening to right now on audiobook which was kind of a funny story how but cool is that that was really exciting he was here playing some racquetball and i got to watch him play a little bit um I would say the the most unique memory, um, we had an athlete pass away on the first day of uh, play this year. Yeah, yeah. And I got to be involved with the Home Plate Memorial and helping their family celebrate their father's life on the field. And 
to be part of that, to be part of their family and what it meant to him and to their family was really, really special. Um, I was a little nervous at first, yeah, you know, because nobody likes to um, be in charge of those types of events because it's uh, kind of emotional, especially yeah. when you're an emotional guy. But very memorable to be part of that family's uh, celebration. And uh, just, you know, in, in looking back on that, how special it really was for the family and for the team to um, be commemorated and celebrated and remembered in that way. Um, you know, we uh, we hope that those things don't happen, obviously. We, we oh, yeah. try to put safeguards in place and we do everything that we can, but sometimes things happen. And to be able to be, uh, again, the that impactful event in his life, in the athlete's life, and then to be able to see that personified through the way that the family reacted was pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. special. It was nice to have a very, very smooth year where I was able yes. to go out and enjoy some of the uh, the events. The weather held. That always smooths things out for us, so that was good. Well, thank you, Derek. That's, that's awesome. Great memories. And uh, again, just uh, emphasizing the importance of this event for the athletes and what it means to them. All right, Jeff, we've worked our way back around. Uh, you've had a chance to share a couple of memories. Anything else that maybe stands out to you for this year? Yes, quickly, there's a couple. First of all, the this really not it's not during the games, but after the games, an athlete saw me. I was at a football game with for my grandsons, and an athlete saw me. Yeah. And came over and started talking to me, and she talked about how wonderful the event was and how much she loved it. She, had, she first time athlete. She swam. She came in fourth. <laughs> right on the cusp of uh, that out, battle. Out of four, huh? Fourth out of four. Yeah. But she was so excited about doing better and, and trying harder and her enthusiasm. And she just kept thanking me for all of us for the work we do. I mean, I was a person that was there receiving it, but it was really for all of us for all the work we do. It's very gratifying knowing, again, like you said, the impact that this event has in people's lives and the role we play in this event. The second one, the second memory is the joy I see in the volunteers' faces when they come to volunteer. I mean, they're coming to work. Yeah. They're coming with a smile on their face. They're happy. They're excited. They're vibrant. They're energized. They're energized by meeting the, the athletes and, and, and so associating with each other. It's just a lot of fun. Those are my two probably greatest memories of this year's event. And one of the hats that you wear at the games is to help organize the volunteers. And mm-hmm. so as much as anybody, you get to have that interaction oftentimes with the volunteers. But let's just let's just take a second and celebrate and commemorate those amazing individuals. Should we do a hip hip hooray? Maybe because <laughs> what they do is amazing. It, it really is. is. It's, and it's over the top. as you said, they, they come to work. I mean, that's why they're showing up in the right. mornings and sometimes in the very early mornings for some of our volunteers. Yeah, food refreshment delivery starts at 6 a.m. Yeah. And there are others that are setting up a, a race walk well, venue at 530 or, or whatever, or the, you know, uh, so track and field. And then sometimes there are longer nights as well, late oh, nights yeah. too. And, and independent of hours though, this, amazing army of volunteers that we're able to work with every year comes together. They are unbelievable, and they just make such an impact on the athletes. But as you said, Jeff, the, the flip side is just as important and just as relevant and just as true. The athletes make an incredible impact on their lives sure. as well. Sure they do. And uh, to be able to see that play out year after year and to watch friendships. And, you know, I run into athletes all the time that are just like this this is where I've got to be because I've got to go see my friends again mm-hmm. you know and they they only see them during the games and we use the phrase all the time but it is like a big family reunion it and it's great for those athletes to get together and see one another and it's great for the athletes to continue to have that relationship and interaction with our volunteers 
as well. It's uh, really a team effort, and it just comes together in such a way that it's just inspiring, and it makes you feel good, and you you know that you're a part of something special. And it's great the way that each component, if any one of them were to fail, the whole thing would fall apart, but they don't. They all come together, they all rise to the occasion, and it gets done, and it gets done in an amazing way. It really, you couldn't have said it better. It really is. It's just uh, incredible in every way. Well, Kyle, I want to know what your favorite memory of the games is. Well, I've I've got, uh, you know, as you know, I shared a couple of things already. I, to me, I love our mission. I love our mission. We talk about it a lot, but the mission of fostering worldwide peace, health, and friendship and how that plays into what we do at the games and how that plays into the decisions that we make as we plan and, and program and put things in place. Um, it's so easy to see the, uh, the effects of the health aspect. And I love to look out at the athletes and see right. them just examples mm-hmm. of active aging and Sometimes um, you get these opportunities to see that peace element where people just set aside political mm-hmm. uh, ideologies or uh, geographic boundaries or whatever they may be, and they come together, mm-hmm. and you can see that, gosh, if we could just all get together at an event like this and realize that we're all people, right? that we're all, we have way more in common than we have that, we, that is not in common, right. it just, I can't help but think that peace could be a part of that. Sometimes the easiest thing to watch is the friendship, you know, oh, and that, you see that unfold. It's everywhere, yes. And for me, the one that I thought I would share today that stood out was an example of friendship. So um, we put on the Huntsman World Senior Games event every October. That's a that's a big piece of what we do. We do. Uh, oftentimes, we have other opportunities to interact with athletes, and one of the ways that we do that is on what we call a friendship tour. Mm-hmm. And the very first friendship tour that we did has been... It's getting to be about nine or ten years ago now. It's yep. it's probably nine years ago that we went on the first friendship tour to China, and uh, that kind of laid the groundwork for what a friendship tour is and and what it uh, can be. And we took a group of volleyball players from the United States, and they came from all over the United States. And we built a couple of volleyball teams, and we went to China, and we played volleyball in a variety of different cities in China. Right. And over the years, I have watched those friendships continue. Right in front of my face, you know. I just I see uh, volleyball teams that were that continue to be put together based on those people that went on the friendship tour. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I have enjoyed the tours that we have done, and I've made incredible friendships. I love running into these uh, athletes, and it, it is a friendship, like it's sure. a legitimate, intimate relationship that we that we have because we we shared this great experience together, and we really love each other, mm-hmm. and. This year, I ran into one of the gentlemen that accompanied us. Uh, his name is Paul Morritt, and I'll, I'll share that because he shared it on Facebook. But Paul came up to me, and he just saw me in the volleyball arena. He came up and gave me a big hug, and he just said, I want to thank you once again for the gift that keeps on giving, which is our friendship tour relationships. And then he cool. went on to explain how I ran into so-and-so, and I ran into so-and-so, and I saw so-and-so, and and outside of here, we, we ran into each other at Nationals, and it's just something that has been such an important part of his life and, and our lives, those who participated in that tour. And it's a simple little thing, but to hear that thanks and to watch sure, that, sure. to be a part of that and to see that take place was uh, something that stood out for me as well. So again, it just comes back to, as we've said throughout the whole show, the impact and the importance of the Huntsman World Senior Games. Well, it really, to me, it just comes down to people. 
It does, doesn't it? The bottom line is it's the people. And those relationships, for sure. So thank you so much to the staff of the Huntsman World Senior Games, to each of you, uh, friends, family in a lot of ways that uh, help us put on this event and make it happen. It's really fun for me to look back on the 2018 games and some of the great memories of the year. But looking forward, Jeff. Yes. A couple of things coming up that we want to make everybody aware of. Number one, mark your calendars because on January 1st, team registration will open. Which is only a couple of months away. That's right. And it's important to get in early because our team sports do tend to fill up. So be aware of that. Mark that on your calendar right at the beginning of the year. Reserve your spot for your team. Softball, soccer, basketball, volleyball. You want to get in early on those uh, on those team registrations. On March 1st of 2019, our athlete registration opens, and that's really when you uh, make that commitment to come and be a part of the games. So get in early on that as well because uh, you want to give yourself time to practice and be ready to go. And then the big dates, the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games will take place October 7th through the 19th of 2019. So put that on your calendar and plan on being a part of it, whether it's as an athlete, as a volunteer, uh, whatever it is, be a part of it. And then also... Just as we close out the show, remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. (laughs) Once you subscribe, give us a rating and write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. And you can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website, which is SeniorGames.net. So check it out. Jeff, our inspirational thought for the day. You ready? I'm ready. Success does not come and find you. You have to go out and get it. So true. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.